Welcome to Speak the Truth. I'm your host, Mike Van Dyke, followed by... Shauna Van Dyke. And... Jeremy Lellick. Jeremy Lellick and Shauna. We are finally in our first episode of Speak the Truth. This is so exciting. It is. It's very exciting. And um, in this first episode, we want you guys to get to know who we are specifically in our personal lives, in our ministry, and in our local church context. So with that, Shauna, do you want to start us off, sure. ladies first? Yeah, oh, that's really that's really polite of you. you. Like I appreciate that? that. Yeah. So Shauna Van Dyke here, um, married to Michael for what ten years now? You're better at dates than me. Eh, Are we oh, going years. on to nine years? Okay, yeah. sorry. See, and you just said that, and then I already forgot. So we got two boys. We're a blended family. Seventeen year old Dustin, who's a senior in high school. We got our first one about to leave the nest, and then our youngest, twelve, and um, it's pretty interesting. House full of boys, lots of smells. Is it though? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what What else about me? Well, my day-to-day is I'm a biblical counselor. I run the ministry Truth Renewed located in Keller, Texas. And we um, just, we have a heart to provide free counseling to the community. You know, it's been really awesome just to see, man, we were founded in, in 2016. No. 14. Yep. You're right. You are very good years. with dates. I'm not good at dates at all. Yeah, what is wrong with me? Because I love math and I'm good at numbers, so I don't get that, but whatever that's okay okay we're letting them know who we are so you know yeah okay so um that's it right and then just new to this whole pastor's wife thing how new that's pretty interesting august is when you started like eight Mm. months ago yeah man yeah that's uh yeah so on that note um before becoming a pastor uh, i was in corporate america for a really long time and uh, have always been involved in ministry. Actually came to Texas in 2003 to do ministry, uh, inner city ministry with at-risk kids. Did that for a year, and the uh, state, well, really Dallas County lost the funding, so I went to corporate America and was always involved in our local church, and then you and I, uh, long story short, going to seminary together, and the Lord called you from corporate America as well and found yourself um being a biblical counselor. Yeah. And we found a truth renewed. Life definitely changed when we said I do, right? I do to the Lord and I do to you, <laughs> each um, other. Our whole life changed. <laughs> yeah. It's like after that first step. That's just, awesome. Trust me, then I'll reveal it. I'm not going to reveal way. it before. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Long way means a lot to share for our listeners, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we just want you all to know who we are. Because we're, uh, we're definitely going to be talking about some hard stuff in this podcast. Not this particular episode, but this podcast in our nature and scope is going to be full of content that's going to be difficult. So we at least want this episode to be uh, an episode that uh, is personable and, and, and we're just like every all of our listeners. You know, we struggle too. So mm-hmm. anyway. All right, enough about us. How about Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. Well, it's good to be here with you guys. Um I've been married for 21 years to uh, my wife, Lynn, and we met at Liberty University a long time ago. And uh, we have four kiddos, um, Aaron, Caleb, Hannah, and Eden, and um, ranging from eight years old to 18 years old. So we stay very busy as a a family. Um, And I also am uh, president of and founder of a local counseling agency here in the area called Metroplex Counseling. Mm. Uh, founded that back in 2003 and then created, uh, that was just by myself for the most part, but then in 2009 we created a team of counselors and now we serve uh, the local DFW area. Yeah, you've been doing that for a long time. A very long so time. So Jeremy outnumbers us in every way. Marriage, kids, yeah. <laughs> long, longer time in counseling. So a little bit older. So we, he has the wisdom of the show. <laughs> we have the banter. How about that? Oh, he has the wisdom and the experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but that's... <laughs> That'd be helpful. 
That's good though. We want to capture generations. We're we're trying mm-hmm. to change generations. That's yes. what that's what we're doing. So this is definitely an honor to do so. Thank you, Jeremy, for sharing that. Um, so what would you say, Jeremy, just out of curiosity, um, in the local church context, you being a, a, a you know not only a licensed professional counselor but also a biblical counselor, so you you get to see you know kind of like we do. We get to see a lot of people who come to us in a regular local church context. So you see Christians, no matter their denominations, mm-hmm. and you see how broken the church is. What have you kind of experienced or, or learned over the years um, as being a biblical counselor in your local church context with just the level of Christianity um, and just um, the current evangelical scope of today? Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, uh, I, one of the one of the most visible realities that I see and have seen for many years is just uh, people not recognizing uh, the relevance of the Bible as it mm-hmm. regards some of these big, scary names that we hear in, mm-hmm. in diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Um, things like post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, major depressive disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder. So people typically have thought those things are treated best by people who are trained professionals. Right. And um, so one of my passions, and I share this passion with the two of you, is to bring the church back center stage in what we call soul care. Yes, right. for sure. Yeah. That's yeah, really that's good. good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I was kind of curious because, you know, I mean, even to the point that you were making, um, you know, here in our area we've got four uh, – considerably large mega churches and actually some of the largest in the country. Yes. And to, to have the men and women come in through our doors. And when you kind of get into that one-on-one intentionality um, going beyond their circumstance or, you know, whatever their issue is, and you start focusing on how much they know of the Lord or their, their walk in the Lord, most of them, to your point, they, they don't know how to study the Bible. They've, it's true. And they've been Christians for a long time. And mm-hmm. yet, they still don't know how to study the Bible. They carry around study Bibles and they don't even really technically know how to use those. And so we find ourselves in a lot of situations actually doing just simple discipleship yes. uh, in God's word. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, well, and which kind of brings us to the point of why speak the truth and why we wanted to do this podcast right. is so we could just really educate as we see the need, not just say, okay, let's get comfortable there or yeah, just send everybody to us for counseling, but more so how can we equip the local church to be able to get stronger in discipleship, but also to be able to handle the intensive part of discipleship right. from the counseling standpoint as well. Because uh, just like Jeremy says in his book, which is uh, Biblical Counseling Basics, is just that the scripture is sufficient. And we can always start there to get to the heart issue, right? Yeah, exactly. And and it's actually, I'm glad you brought that up, Shauna, because uh, in our next episode, Jeremy's actually going to be uh, high centering on uh, just really the, the roots, beliefs, and future of biblical counseling um, and just hopefully provide for our listeners just kind of a, a survey, his, a really historical survey on what has come from uh, really what started in the church, you know, back into the, you know, 13, 1400s mm-hmm. um, to you know, modernizing psychology and, and, and how man is supposed to react to pain and suffering. Um, so the church has subsequently lost it. And, and so now that's, again, Shauna, to your point, another reason why we want to uh, really start this podcast is because we want uh, just the day-to-day uh, Christians uh, realizing as they're learning to one another each other well, 
there's an intentionality there that the church has been missing, and that's what we want to hopefully try to try to provide in that. So that's good. Yeah, and for the listeners to say not just listen to our podcast and sit on it, but go and share what they're learning in uh, whatever local church that they're in, not just in our area, but wherever you're at, that you go and talk to your pastors and your elders and deacons to try to to strengthen the discipleship in your church, whether it's intentional discipleship, like you mentioned earlier, from Bible reading and praying and how do I even pray to the intensive stuff when you're actually walking through depression and suicidal thoughts and marriage, you know, distress and adultery and those types of things, which is really hard and scary. And it's hard to, to get in the brokenness with other people, but hopefully through this podcast and other resources that we recommend that people will be able to feel equipped and um, have courage to walk with others in, in that way. Yeah, that's good. And, and and just to our listeners, again, this podcast is going to be broken down into three segments. And we always want to provide an educational piece. Um, again, another reason why Jeremy's a, going to be a huge asset uh, to this team on this podcast, because you bring a, a, a level of experience and expertise to helping really our listeners and, and other Christians realize that, you know, yes, there's a, a level of um specificity or, you know, being specialized in something. But as Christians, we have a responsibility to one another well. And that's why we want to, you know, we want to talk about certain things like depression, anxiety, and really a wide spectrum of things to just help people realize that it's a biblical issue first. It's a gospel issue first. And then like, let's understand things biblically. And then how do we respond in that? So that's, that's good. Absolutely. And, and one thing that I think many in the church are not aware of, but we find ourselves in a particular um, significant time in history as a church, being that in my world of the professional counseling uh, arena, we are facing some new legislative and legal issues that is going to actually force the church back into center stage when it comes to discipleship and soul care. Uh, meaning that uh, there are things right now, even in the Texas legislature, where they are voting where if the if the bill passes, then I would have to basically put my faith on the shelf and uh, wow. basically embrace any value that walks through my door. So I, the the glaring issue obviously is homosexuality, and so that if I as a as a licensed professional do not take the values of our culture as it regards that particular issue, uh, then I could be sued or lose my license. So that would mean I would give up my license, and there would probably be a lot of people like me to give up our license, and where are we going to go when uh, good biblical professional counselors are no longer there? We have to have the church. And that's awesome. I I just hope that's encouraging to churches and gets them pumped up and just reminds them of the urgency and the need of that. That is so good. Yeah, it is. And you know what's funny about that, Jeremy, is other states like Colorado, obviously mm-hmm. far more liberal states, you know, when it's at the discretion of the state, for those, you know, those specific states, man, they, they can't, they can't, Christian counselors, their hands are tied. They literally can't do anything. I mean, yes, ultimately they could say something, but they run the risk of losing everything. Um so to bring that back in the church, mm-hmm. uh, which is where it started, uh, is a tremendous thing. So again, another reason why we wanted to, to launch this podcast. So um, is there any other thoughts on um, just from Metroplex to uh, really kind of 
what began to to take shape to to bring about ABC to have a biblical counseling piece to the counseling. ABC meaning the Association of Biblical Counseling. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So really, um, the heart and passion for me really resides in the Association of Biblical Counselors uh, because it is an association and its its mission statement is to encourage, equip, and enlist believers everywhere to live and counsel the Word of God. That's good. We do believe that if you are a professing Christian that you've been called by Christ himself to make disciples. We see that in the Great Commission. And so ABC is is the organization that reaches out to the local church, provides certification, provides training, uh, and, and coaching on how to actually become a biblical counselor or to offer biblical soul care within the local community. Metroplex counseling is really, it's just our counseling center, and it's, it's, it's what the culture has ad- adopted as probably the primary way to receive mental health care, which is an outside professional. Uh, but we, we don't agree with that. We think really it's the church that needs to be at the forefront. And then if it's overcrowded because there's so many people coming for ministry, then maybe send them to us. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good. good. And I think in our next episode, there's a lot of questions or a lot of people that I meet that they didn't know the difference between Christian counseling and biblical counseling. Mm-hmm. And so that's something that we can um, define a little bit better in our next episode. Yeah, that's good. And actually, I got a couple questions for you, Shauna. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Put um, me on the spot. Yeah. Well, so you know, just to kind of jump back into our our journey in our life a little bit, um, just to kind of help our listeners get to know us a little bit more, is you know we didn't really grow up in Christian homes, right? Um, and even in our marriage, um, we didn't have a lot of that demonstrated before us. So God really worked a, a tremendous grace in both of us. And really, our ministry exists because of our brokenness. Like God has literally turned our brokenness into a boldness to provide help for people who need it. Because unfortunately, uh, to much of what we were just talking about, the church hasn't provided the the necessary soul care. Um, and when I say necessary soul care, I'm saying, you know, we focus on, you know, bringing people into the church, um, you know, okay, we got salvations, people are coming to the Lord, we got people coming to the church, but now that we have our sheep, what are we doing with them? Mm-hmm. And so much of our local church is like they've lost sight of what to do with the sheep. How do they lead the sheep? How do they shepherd well? And I think we've kind of lost sight of what that shepherding looks like. And I think for our ministry, uh, I know both of our hearts um, really came from we don't want to replace the local church as a counseling ministry. We want to help the local church. And that's another piece to, as we continue to grow as a podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that later, but how we can help the local church and training and equipping, which is the other pieces of what we're trying to do, not just the education piece, but the equipping and the encouraging of the local church so that we can help pastors and the local church in general, uh, just do a really good job. But for us here at truth renewed, because of our brokenness, that God has given us a tremendous influence to bring this back to the local church. So, like, any thoughts on that? Well, I can tell you, you know, I, I didn't know what it was like or what it should be to even be in a relationship, much less a marriage. And so when we said, I do, it was like, okay, now what? And how do we actually do this? And not only do I not know, but it, like you said, it wasn't ever really modeled for us. And I was just very independent. And so there was a lot of walls to break down. And, and so I'm, I'm very thankful. obviously incredibly grateful for God's grace and how he has 
done a work in me. Um, and, and we, when we went to church, it was where we needed it. I mean, we were desperately looking for couples and marriages to kind of model and uh, mentor us in a way of saying, this is what it looks like. And it was harder than you would think. You would think walking into a big church with all these people that we would naturally be able to connect and, and come over for dinner and just hear how they talk to one another and just ask questions on how do you do that? And I mean, I didn't even know how to be a homemaker, you know, I mean, like, how do I even clean a house? I know that sounds silly, but (laughs) it's true. I knew how to, I knew how to run a company, but I didn't know how to clean my baseboards. And Mm. so just having someone at the church, a, a woman that I could talk to and just say, Hey, how do you do this? And um, and I need help was um, more difficult than it should have been. And so uh, in seeing that need, I think just naturally the Lord just continued to stir in our heart. We need to, we need to help. We need to create this. Um, but in order to do that, we first got to figure it out for ourselves. And so thank you, God, for the truth of God's word. Because mm. if it wasn't for that, man, there was so many times me and you were just like, we because we didn't know. And at the time, we really weren't finding that in the church. We had the Bible. And so we desperately together uh, in unity went to the scripture and just allow God to, to reveal that to us and just change our hearts. And um, I mean, I, I just, I just remember those times when I just looked to him and not to you, uh, everything changed for me. And then, um, and then obviously when you experience change like that in your life, you want to share it with others. So I think um, having a ministry like truth renewed, but obviously being a part of the women's leadership team and, and discipleship team at our churches and, and just connecting with other, other churches nearby, I want to naturally um, help them to be more intentional and attentive in those areas. Um, does that kind of answer your question? No, it does. Thank you. And I appreciate that. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm going to have to come back to this in a second, Jeremy, because I, I know that, uh, you know, denominationally, this is also another cool piece uh, to this to this team is you know as far as local church context you know we uh, we go to two different types of churches um, mm-hmm. but it's one banner right mm-hmm. it's a beautiful yeah. thing uh, but Shauna I did want to come back and ask you a question on um, just maybe encouraging some of our women listeners who the Lord is drawing them and calling them to make some changes in their life so kind of like you know you alluded to earlier the Lord uh, working on you to leave corporate America and step into the role that you have here at Truth Renewed in launching uh, this this ministry and how difficult that was. Like that wasn't a beautiful transition, was it? No, not, not at all. It's definitely hard when you're um, taking a step out in faith because, you know, it's the things that you can't see and you have to trust in the Lord and his, and his vision and what he's calling you to do and what that assignment is, even if you don't have all the specifics and, I think as women, we're planners, and so we kind of want to have it all laid out. And um, a lot of times when we have to take those steps and be intentional uh, with people, I think I think that's even probably a scare from a counseling standpoint. Yeah. And discipleship is, is you want to come in and you want to help and fix it, but really it's not your work. It's the, it's the work of the Spirit, but you're just an instrument and a tool that God uses in, in that process. And so um, I just think there's so much to understand and I think when, from a church standpoint, we get caught up on that regular Sunday service and we don't know how to do the other stuff. And so I hope that through a podcast like this and resources that we have taken the time to read and research, we can take, you know, what, thousands of books out there. And we've, I love to read. So I've read a lot of them and I can narrow it down to, you know, for people to be able to say, focus on this area. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully we can encourage people in, in that way to, to take that step of faith and, 
uh, even though you don't know exactly what that looks like and, um, and just trusting in God in, in those areas. So, um, but yeah, it's often not easy, you know, but I mean, in that kind of the fun of the work, if it was easy, then it's like, what would be the point of faith? Right. Right. Exactly. No, that's mm-hmm. good. That's good. Uh, so Jeremy, just out of, just out of curiosity, um, family perspective, you know, the, the care that the Lord uh, put on your heart to, um, you know, provide soul care. Um, and as well as, you know, obviously lead your family, uh, lead a, lead a ministry. Um, is there any particular struggles that you along the way had? Um, I just want to kind of, for our listeners. Surely time management. That has <laughs> right. got to be the hardest mm-hmm. thing, right? Yeah. I just, cause I think sometimes. How do you not get overwhelmed with, right. with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, I just think sometimes, you know, when, we listen to people and we see kind of like what they've accomplished. We, we focus on their accomplishments and not realizing they're just like we are, like they had struggles too. Mm. And so we, yes. we focus on the light that they're in versus what did it take for them to get there and mm-hmm. what is that? And so just out of, you know, curiosity and um, just, just for our, our listeners, wh- what did you experience in trying to build some of that and your leadership and just different things like that? Well, as far as um, marriage itself is concerned, um, definitely my wife and I have, are continuing to be a work in progress. Um, but I remember early on learning the, um, a lot of what I know now in biblical counseling, mm-hmm. especially as it regarded the issue of how desires affect what we say and what we do. If you look at James chapter four yep. and he asked the all time marriage counseling <laughs> question, the go-to, isn't it? It's yep. the go-to. Yeah. It is. Why yeah. are you fighting? Yeah. And I remember teaching couples over and over and over. It's because of the things that you're coveting and it's spiritual adultery. And mm-hmm. you got to deal with the things that you're coveting if you really want to overcome your struggle with irritability and anger. And I remember knowing that and teaching it eight hours a day to different people uh, in counseling sessions and then going home. And I'm kind of an OCD personality in a bad way. And if the house wasn't just the way I wanted it to be, I would get very irritable and often angry. Um, And I remember driving home, coaching myself, saying, when you walk in the door, two new kids in the house, wife's exhausted, do not say a word. Just let it go. And I would come in and just blow it over and over. And I remember going in my closet one day and just saying, God, I know this stuff. Why can I not get a grip um, but in his sweetness, and, and he's given me a very patient wife and a, a wife that uh, has stuck with me on that kind of thing for 21 years now. But over time, the Spirit has been faithful and has helped me to, to get better at that struggle and uh, has always shown me mercy and um, has given me a wife who has often as well shown me mercy and forgiveness in that area. That's awesome. That's good. Yeah. And you want to say I do that too, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that that has been interesting, though, you know, just to kind of see um, to to that point, Jeremy, you you don't really understand the full weight of another's desires until you get in the context mm-hmm. of marriage, mm-hmm. you know, because you're always you you wouldn't say that you're competing, but functionally you kind of do. Oh yeah. Right. Um, as far as competing with each other's desires and just that notion that people kind of, I guess, by default have that, mm-hmm. you know that marriage is about, you know, serving the other person. We would say that that sounds great, but in practice, that's the most difficult thing. It's it's always about taking what you know and you learn and then walking it out yourself. That It brings a whole nother reality to the truth of of scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And actually just that reminds me, um, 
just when it comes to biblical counseling, just a, something that I find very unique and specific to biblical counseling um, in a very, uh, a very nice and, and, and good way in the sense of uh, in biblical counseling, the, the counsel that we're giving people, we're held to that standard. So to the point that you just mm-hmm. made, you, you know, you'd be sitting there for eight hours. I actually love that accountability though. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's good because, you know, men that I've counseled, you know, I, when I'm sitting there giving them counsel on anger or whatever it is that I, I, I can in the spirit of transparency and brotherhood share that, man, I just struggled with this today as a mm-hmm. matter of fact. So the very counsel that I'm giving you is bittersweet mm-hmm. to me. You're like, okay, God, that was for me. Thank you. Yeah. And, and so I, I, I mean, I can honestly say if it wasn't for biblical counseling, I don't know if I would be as humbled as I am with God's word and the reality and implication of it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Right. And having, having those truths also over the years has helped me more and more appreciate the gospel mm-hmm. because I, I could leave my home and my wife and I be bantering or bickering uh, and I have a nine o'clock marriage counseling session <laughs> and I'm sitting right. there yeah. thinking, oh my goodness, I just, I was the worst husband on the planet 30 minutes ago and I'm about to counsel into these people's lives. And um, I've just learned to recognize that those are moments when I have to remind myself, I'm not counseling based on my having it together. I'm not, the authority that I have to speak truth to others isn't because I have it together it's because I have a redeemer who walked all this path for me, passed every test, and now because I'm united in Him, mm-hmm. it gives me the authority to speak truth, um, because that's the most loving thing I could do, being that I've given been given so much love. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's just it's it does it just it's so objective. It takes all the subjectivity out of it because not only do we have to submit to it, but also the ones we're counseling have to submit to it as well. All right. Well, I think that's it for today. And then, um, but look forward to our next, our next show. What is biblical counseling? Thank you for listening to speak the truth. We hope you were encouraged to just get to know us a little bit and uh, look forward to our next podcast as we look at what is biblical counseling.